This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 through the fan in Dallas, joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. He is now the co host of the G Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 through the fan in Dallas. He is also the co host of the uh, pre and post game show on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And uh, Brian, we, we have to mention it right off of the top of the show. It is also when we're recording this, the birthday of our producer, yes. Peyton Russell. And let's see if Peyton's actually producing. Let's see if Peyton is actually doing his job right now and standing by. Because if he's standing by, he'll be able to pop himself into the video really quickly and wave hello on his birthday. So, Peyton, there, there up, he is. Guys? Hi. Hey, I'm here. I finally Happy- made it. Happy birthday, Peyton. He makes his first uh, his first visual appearance here on Love the Stars. So send Peyton his uh, happy birthday wishes on Twitter at Peyton underscore Russell one. Brian, how you doing today? I'm doing well. And I just want to uh, second that on uh, Peyton and a happy birthday. Huge part of what we do here at Love of the Star. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things in the background that revolve around this show that you and I don't always have to deal with. And and Peyton is the one that steps up and he really makes it happen. If there is truly an engine to this show, it's not a couple of guys just hashing it out and talking. It's really what Peyton does. And, and he is a, a, a great teammate. Love working with him. And uh, uh, if you appreciate the love of the star, you should appreciate the work that Peyton Russell does. Absolutely, and that's the that's the last nice thing we'll say all year about Peyton until his, uh, his next birthday. birthday. Next year. Yep, there yep. You go. So uh, you got you got 365 days, Peyton, before we say something nice again. Uh, Brian, some news out of the star here on Wednesday when we yep. record this one. Um, Donovan Wilson is finally a full participant at practice. We've got Tyler Smith as a limited participant. Brandon Cooks as a limited participant. All these things trending in the right direction. That's all very positive. We did get a DNP on Zach Martin, who is dealing with the ankle issue. Before we dive into, you know, the the returns of Cooks and Smith to a limited fashion and the full return of Donovan Wilson, 
any concern for you at all about the availability of Zach Martin this week, or do you think they're just playing it smart? Well, we get the opportunity on 105.3 The Fan. We have the Zach Martin show uh, every Thursday at 4.30. So I'm sure that Gavin Dawson, one of our co-hosts, will ask them right off the jump. I'm sure that the uh, the answer from uh, Zach Martin will be, yeah, no, don't worry about it. I'll be ready to play. And then you can kind of take that as his word and go forward. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not con- particularly worried about that. Uh, I'm interested about the Donovan Wilson one just because of the fact that uh, – there's somebody that's going to have to sit in the secondary or somebody that's going to have to sit on the defense or somebody that's going to have to sit on offense. And the way that this, uh, the way that this, this crew has operated on both sides of the ball, everybody that dresses seems to have an opportunity to do something to help the team try and win a football game. You know, they've got some backup guys and awesome Richardson, the TJ Basses and those guys played last week, but you know, we'll see, uh, you know, Jalen Brooks, what he do last week? You know, he got an opportunity to play in the game, had a key block in the game. Matter of fact, yeah. that, that got, uh, that was able to get Deuce Vaughn to the outside. So it might be two, three, four, five plays, but, uh, you know, somebody is going to have to come off that field. And, you know, that's the, the, the great thing about having depth. It's the great thing about uh, being uh, healthy. And as I say that, I knock on wood, which would be my forehead that I'm doing there right now. <laughs> and, you know, just – but that's the great thing about uh, the way the Cowboys are built uh, with Will McClay, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Mike McCarthy. They've done a really nice job with the depth, the depth pieces that they have in a lot of different spots. But you're getting some really good football players that are going to have to come back in the lineup. And, and good for the Cowboys – but some guys that have shown up and, and done some good things to help you be 2-0 and at this point uh, are going to probably be some healthy scratches. Yeah, and I mean, Idoga, a guy who uh, is working back from injury and, uh, you know, after he got hurt in this last game, uh, TJ Bass stepped in and performed admirably in, in place of Idoga, who was in place of Tyler Smith. So those guys stepped up in a big way for you. We've seen how Marquise Bell and Wanye Thomas have stepped up in place of Donovan Wilson. Uh, you know they're they're really living I, up to the whole next man up philosophy. Yeah, I'd hate to I'd hate to to have to tell Bell and Thomas was a special teams captain last week, and I know captains are a week to week. That's one of the reasons why you don't see Dak Prescott. People are asking me, well, where's Dak's the C patch? You know, the captain's patch and all that. You aren't going to see one of those patches until we get to uh, the playoffs, and then the then they will elect permanent captains for the playoffs, but. It's a week-to-week proposition for these guys to have the opportunity to captain this football team, whether it's on offense, defense, or special teams. So, you know, there's a, it, it, it's going along really, really well right now for the Dallas Cowboys. The, the roster the way it is, the way the injuries are coming back, the way of the schedule. I'm going to say this, though, Bob, about the Arizona Cardinals. I'm terrified by games like this. And I'm not really? trying to – yeah, I'm not trying to scare everybody into, oh – Watch out. But this is this is the former personnel guy in me. I'm a big believer in the desperate team theory. I really am. I, I feel like that there's times when you're you feel you know, when you're when you play a team that's might be 0 and two or on a bad winning streak, you're riding along pretty well, the healthier team's pretty good. You know, all it takes is one of those bad trips. All it takes is two, three bad series of a game, and the next thing you know you're in a fight. You know, the, the the Cardinals have beaten the Cowboys three of the last four times they have played a game in Arizona. It goes all the way back to you could go back to Sun Devil, Sun Devil Stadium and stuff <laughs> like that. 
to where they used to have problems playing when the Cardinals were in the same division as the Cowboys. It's just not a very good place for the Cowboys to play. Am I going to pick the Arizona Cardinals? Probably not. But I'm just saying this is going to be one of those wild times where, you know, hang on to your rear. I don't think this game is going to be easy. Um, I'm just saying that because I don't think Arizona's spirit has been killed yet. You know, now maybe if you play them in week 12 or week 13 and their their record is, you know, two wins or three wins, then their spirit is probably dead. But right now they're trying to they're trying to get a they're trying to get a win. And you know, the Cowboys are a good football team. And it's just I hated this. I hated this as a personnel guy when everything seems to be rolling the right way and you play one of these teams that has not won a game yet. I I just sometimes the football gods take one from you that uh, or give give one to an opponent uh, that uh, you know they they need to get back on track. These are the kinds of games that worry me to death. They really do. Well, this this episode is being dropped on a Thursday morning. We're going to record again on Thursday night and right. drop that on Friday morning. So Thursday uh, coming up here in the next segment, we will actually dive into the Arizona Cardinals defense. Right. Brian and I have both taken a look at them. Uh, and then on Friday, we'll have the Arizona Cardinals offensive preview for you, how they might challenge the Cowboys a little bit. By the way, I will say this. I think that Josh Dobbs right now is a better quarterback than the one you played last week against the Jets. Uh, and that's a guy who didn't look terrible at the end of last year for the Titans against you. Well, he got his um, first – yeah, he got his first start. And and actually the game the following week was a game, a kind of a must-win game against Jacksonville – and his numbers were not terrible. They for the Cowboys for his first start, they were a little shaky. But the following week, when the, on the must win, he 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 played he played well enough. The the problem is, like I say, he's been in the league a long time. He just hasn't had a lot of starts in his career. Yeah, but he, and, there's and some. But we'll get into that on. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that for when, sure. You'll, I I think you'll be impressed with how he's looked the first couple of weeks here, yeah. Brian. But. Uh, Real quick, let's just talk about how Donovan Wilson fits back in this defense. Yeah, I'm sorry. Defense, I took that as sir. No, I took no, that you're, as, you're, yeah. you're totally good. And where the defense can can potentially improve. So I was doing some research the other night, Brian, uh, and I, I found some interesting points here about this Cowboys defense. So using available play data, which only goes back to 1994 from Stathead, right. but over the last 30 years, basically, the Cowboys through the first two weeks of the season, they have not allowed a second-half snap inside their 40. Yeah. Uh, so the the other team hasn't gotten closer than the you know forty one yard line the first two weeks. Cowboys are the only team in the available history to do that in the first two weeks of the season. So that's a completely dominant start. They've only had two snaps allowed in the second half on their side of the fifty even, yeah. and those two plays resulted in a Micah Parsons sack and a Trayvon Diggs interception. So this defense has been incredibly dominant, particularly in the second half of some of these games here. Uh, you know, they, they've shown that the NFL defines a deep pass as anything 16 yards or further, so over 15 yards. Uh, the Cowboys this year have not allowed a completion on any of those throws. Zach Wilson didn't complete anything uh, outside the left hash on Sunday. And so the Cowboys have just been really impressive, really dominant. The run defense has stepped up in a lot of ways. The one area where you maybe feel like they can improve still is occasionally they do get hit by the run, either by a quarterback scramble or something gets blocked up well and, and you know, Saquon Barkley goes for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, 
is that where Donovan Wilson returning could have a another positive impact for this defense? Because Donovan Wilson, obviously, a guy who really plays well when he's able to get going and, and run downhill and make some hits, plays with a lot of toughness, a lot of physicality. Uh, is, is that an area right there, when you look at areas where the defense can improve, doesn't Donovan Wilson seem to slide right in and fit right into what it is they could still improve at? Oh, absolutely. I, and I think that to your point, and by the way, really good research and going back and finding those things. Those are Thank very you. great facts. The thing that I think that Donovan Wilson will help you with is the physicality in the middle of the field. And I, and I think the middle of the field is something that, you know, the Cowboys take a lot of pride in. You know, if they, they've, they've tried to invest in the defensive tackles. Leighton Van Der Esch and with Clark, you know, the safeties with Hooker, the play that he made the other day. You know, they gave up the big play, uh, you know, that 68-yard run, uh, run after catch, was a ball that went through the middle of the field. It was a slant. You know, Hooker could have made the tackle right there, and it would have been a, you know, it would have been a, a you know, it would have been a, a nice game, but it, instead it ends up to being a, a route that's run inside, a missed tackle, and a big play. And the Cowboys don't, you know, they pride themselves on that. So having Donovan Wilson in the middle of the field, I think it helps you with your tackling. I think it helps you with their physicality. If the Cowboys have a uh, an issue on defense, it comes in a couple of different ways. To me, it's how do you handle the quarterback that does scramble and how do you maintain lane integrity when you rush the passer? And I think when they lose lane or gap integrity when they rush the passer – it turns into potential big gain for the quarterback. Yeah. And so if you're going to nitpick Cowboy defense, you're going to say how they rush, how they get up the field, are they ending up, are three bodies ending up on the left side of the center or the right side of the center? And is that creating natural gaps or cracks or spaces where these quarterbacks have the ability just to take off and run? That's the thing that's hurting the Dallas Cowboys right now. The pass rush is so good that it's causing these quarterbacks just to pull the ball down and run. But it's also so good to the point where it's a, it could be, and I'm using the word here, reckless. Sure. Because it is, it, it, it is, it is in clean, excuse me, clear attack mode. Clear attack mode. And so are you getting – too many bodies on one side of the ball and then or one side of the center and it's creating gaps. That's the thing I think that Dan Quinn, uh, you know, uh, AD, everybody, uh, you know, Sharif, all those guys, I think that's what they're, they're trying to concentrate on right now is how they can prevent quarterbacks from running the ball. Because the one thing I did see about Josh Dobbs is Josh Dobbs will run with the football. You, you, oh, yeah. you, you've seen him back up and then take off running before this is something they're probably going to have to deal with in this game. Yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Absolutely. Uh, and, and like I said, when we talk about the offense tomorrow for the Cardinals, yeah. Yeah. you're going to see a lot of 
read option stuff. And, yes. and Josh Dobbs does a pretty good job selling and I think reading it the correct way and making right. the right decision. He's a good enough athlete to cause you some problems there. Uh, when we talk about run defense and, you know, how they're defending the run and, and some integrity, the you know, the, the gap integrity and everything else. Um, I, I'm curious about two players before we jump into the Cardinals here and how you think they've played when you've been able to go back and watch the tape. Uh, two young guys who I think they hope are going to be building blocks here on the defense over the next couple of years. How did you feel about Damone Clark, how he played after what was a probably – he was probably the weakest link in the Giants game. How right. do you think he bounced back against the Jets? And then there's been some rumblings from fans who are like, hey, why aren't we seeing Mozzie Smith? Why isn't he flashing? Brian, I don't know about you. The first two weeks when I've watched back, I think Mozzie Smith's been fine. Actually. I think Mozzie so, so Smith. How do you feel about those two? I think Mozzie Smith. I'm interested in what you think about Clark. But I, I'm uh, the thing with Mozzie, uh, Mozzie, where Mozzie has to continue to try and figure things out and work to improve, and it's hard to do because if you play next to Osa Odigizawa. He mm-hmm. gets up the field so damn fast off the ball. I mean, his quickness off the ball. And you could tell that Mozzie's a tick late. That's the things that are always going to be an issue. I will say this about Mozzie. I think he did a better job of staying square in this game. He, I think the awareness, he showed me something the other day that a young guy usually doesn't figure out, sniffed out a screen, was able to kind yeah. of read, read what was going on, you know, he's playing along the line of scrimmage. He's playing with his hands. Oh, he sees the blockers develop. He sees the back kind of slide. He sees the quarterback drift a little. What does he do? He reads it out. He kind of sniffs it out. He goes that direction. It had been real easy for Mozzie to try and just run straight ahead and then have to chase. But he actually found a way to kind of get in on the play. And, the, you know, it was an incomplete play because there were enough bodies over there. But it was a good job on his part playing with his hands, seeing what's happening to him, and then sliding over to be in position. Damone Clark, I'm waiting for Damone Clark to have one of those games where he is just in on every tackle. You know, and maybe that's unrealistic for him. You know, but Van Der Esch, you know, they, they, there, there comes a time, too, where, you know, when they get in some of that linebacker, that nickel stuff they play or dime stuff they play, they take Damone Clark off the field. You know, and then all of a sudden, so, you know, when if you could snuff the run like the Cowboys have really done the last couple of weeks, all of a sudden, Damone Clark is not a big factor in what you're trying to do scheme wise. You know, all of a sudden, you're playing guys, he's not, you know, so he's not as noticeable as some of the others. Yeah, especially when you consider, um, you know, if you're snuffing out the run, how much do you need Damone Clark? Right. When he's been in there, he has not been great, I don't feel like, against the run. And, and no. you started seeing this this past game against the Jets. I thought he was better this week. There weren't any, like, glaring moments right. where it was like, right. oh. The, but there was it's a scheme things, moments. too. Yeah, there's just yeah. a lot of – there's scheme things that, like, you know, if you don't need him, if you don't need him in coverage and you kind of thought, well, that's something that, you know, you're going to have to kind of figure out with him. But they – but he's – his his ability to play – I just feel I, I maybe my my thought about him is such at a high level, such a high bar, and it's it's going to take time. It's I, going, I, it, it's going to take time with him. 
I think you saw the Cowboys this past week. Like I said, Clark was better. His snaps were greatly reduced in right. this game from the right. previous week. Right. Um, and this was a lot more, all right, we're going to give Marquise Bell some of these snaps in the box. I, and, yeah, because Marquise, Marquise Bell, Marquise Bell's been great so far. Marquise Bell has figured out, and you know, Marquise Bell has figured out that, and you know, you just gave me a thought. Marquise Bell wouldn't dress for 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 him, would he? Or Damone, Damone Clark. I mean, oh, if I you were trying, if you were trying to Wilson, get Wilson, you mean like, like yeah, like well, Wilson. Bell, I, I, I mean, you, if you want to keep Bell on the field, you wouldn't take Clark out of the lineup. No, would you? I, 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 I don't think you. I don't think you would just not dress Damone Clark. Um, but I, I mean, they they've got to find a box player, somebody in all likelihood to sit. See, and that's the thing about it. The thing with Bell, he's in for like six plays and he makes three tackles. You know, he's yeah. he's. He's constantly if 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 Clark played like Bell, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. We'd be, oh, everything looks why do I notice, you know, why do I notice fourteen more than I notice thirty-three? Yeah. You know, that's that's I think that's what we have to ask ourselves. Well, and we'll get our answers soon enough. You're listening yeah. to the Love of the Star <laughs> podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 